chapter, what we've learned so far is showing us that though we're born again and safely on our way to eternal bliss, the battle hasn't ended. In fact, it's intensified and now we fight it on two fronts, the natural and the spiritual. Now you're in the kingdom of light, the enemy of your soul doesn't just stand there wringing his hands in despair, giving up. You have moved kingdoms from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and you've become a real threat to him. You're stronger than you think, more powerful than you realise and more beautiful than you could imagine and he's lost you. What a defeat! Undeterred though, day and night, he seeks to find a chink in your armour where he can gain entry and where he can find a reason to accuse you before the throne of grace. Now he intensifies his efforts to malign you before the Father, accusing you day and night. You'll find this in John thirteen two, Ephesians four twenty seven, Ephesians six eleven, Hebrews two fourteen, and Revelation twelve ten. He never wins, of course, because Jesus steps up in the divine court of heaven and says, that one's mine, I paid for them, Father. And Father says, case dismissed. But on the ground where we are, we can find this battle strenuous and exhausting unless we know exactly where we stand and who we are in the Christ. It's so brilliant, we must read the whole scripture. You'll find it in Ephesians 2, 2 to 6, and I'm reading it from the Passion Translation. God's power raised us up from the dead and his fullness fills you even though you were once like corpses, dead in your sins and offences. It wasn't that long ago that you lived in the religion, customs and values of this world, obeying the dark ruler of the earthly realm who fills the atmosphere with his authority and works diligently in the hearts of those who are disobedient to the truth of God. The corruption that was in us from birth was expressed through the deeds and desires of our self-life. We lived by whatever natural cravings and thoughts our minds dictated, living as rebellious children, subject to God's wrath like everyone else. But God still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in compassion and mercy. Even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, he united us into the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. He raised us up with Christ the exalted one and we've ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. Spiritually, we're now seated far above our federal head and the originator of the race, Adam. He was placed on the earth. We are placed with Christ, the risen, exalted and glorified one, in heavenly places. And what's more, we are in him as he is in the Father and loved by the Father as he loves the Son. You'll find that in John 14.10. As this becomes a reality to us, we see that we fight from victory, not towards it. That we do have a choice now where we live our lives from and whom we serve. This is the whole of our battle from the moment of salvation, choosing now to live in the kingdom of light with its completely different value system. Choosing to say a resounding no to Satan and self and an equally resounding yes to God. 
It isn't easy, but something as glorious as this isn't going to be easy. The kingdom of God as we've seen is upside down. Mind that gap. <laughs>